0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Martinis and Bikinis, the podcast for everything under the sun. I am your hostess, Veronica Trulia, and I am here to help you navigate your 20s through all things lifestyle, beauty, and fashion. So if you're ready, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Martinis and Bikinis. I am your hostess, Veronica Trulia, and here we are with another solo episode. And this is going to be a fun one today, guys, because I'm talking about some things that I haven't talked about before that I'm really interested in and like talking about and like hearing in other people's podcasts. So, buckle up. I wanted to give a few updates on my life for anyone who's interested. I got back to DC and I've just been running, like hit the ground running, no sleep, just, well, I'm kidding. I've I'm very weird about my sleep. I get like eight hours of sleep a night at least, but I've been running around like a crazy person ever since I've been back. So adjusting back to the whole DC culture at first was very weird. Being in LA for an entire month and just kind of getting used to like the slower pace and all of the accessibility to like health and wellness and really great nutritious food it's such a luxury there, right? So coming back to D.C. and kind of having that East Coast culture shock again and really adjusting to the city has been great. I I love it here, and I love L.A., and there's so many different cities around the country and the world that I am so blessed and grateful that I get to visit. But it feels good to be home just with my things and with my friends and even though I had such a great time with all of my people out in LA it just feels nice to be like around like your routine and the things that light you up so i went to the white house <laughs> very casual i get back from LA and i'm the epitome of DC i'm at the white house and I posted about it, but didn't really go into deep detail about the event and how it all came about and et cetera, et cetera. So I went to the White House, I I can't stop saying it, it's so surreal, it's so crazy that that actually happened, but it was such a bucket list action item just checked off. I had never even been to the White House, guys. So going to an official event was insane. I remember my first experience at the White House. I was in the fifth grade, and my school from Louisiana came on a field trip here. It's called the PAW trip. We went to Pennsylvania. We went to Arkansas. (laughs) We did not go to Arkansas. We went to Arlington. And then we went to Washington, D.C. So I remember being outside of the White House, and this news reporter pulled my class aside, and we recited the preamble, which pretty, is pretty talented, if you ask me. And then they went around and asked a few of my classmates different questions about the White House. So they asked a classmate of mine what she would paint the White House if she got to choose the color. And I don't know why this is such a core memory for me. If anybody from my middle school is listening, this is for you. But My classmate just screams purple (laughs) and that is like my one memory of the White House. So anyway, obviously living here for four years, I've passed the White House, I've chatted up some Secret Service agents being a little bit intoxicated. You all get that experience living in D.C. So actually stepping foot into like an official event was like so nerve wracking. And as soon as I walked up, there was three Greek men from New York that needed me to take a picture of them naturally. So I quickly became friends with them and I at least felt a little bit more comfortable not being just like a lone wolf walking around the White House. But it was hilarious because whenever I got into the room where the president was making his speech, I kept sitting in White House officials' spots. (laughs) So I walk in, there's limited seating, and I kept sitting down and people would be like, oh, that's, that's for the staff, and I'd be like, oh, okay. Then the Greek man sitting next to the spot would be like, oh, go over there. Go over there. And I'm like, okay. So Anyway, I would like get deetered into the wrong area. And it it went back and forth for like 20 minutes. I could not find a spot. So finally, I just go up to the staff and I say, hey, I'm walking around for a bit. Where's the open seating? And this one girl goes, oh, there's some in the back right there. But actually, this spot in the front just opened up. Do you want it? And of course, of course I want it. So I was adjacent to Tom Hanks. I was sitting next to some senator from New York. I'm so not a political guy, so I, I, I don't even know who's who. Across from me is the ambassador of Greece, and I am maybe 10 feet away from the president and the archbishop. So that was nuts. And then Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks' wife, performed. She's a huge pillar person in the Greek community. She was a producer of My Big Fat Greek Wedding, Mama Mia, and she's a very talented singer. She sang in Greek for the first time at the White House at that event. So cool. But yeah, it was incredible, and that's kind of my recap. But I also had my live podcast event last week with Lily from 8020. It was so amazing, guys. We are still texting each other about how hyped up we are from that event. So thank you to everybody who came out who listens. It was such a pleasure getting to meet some of you in person. And me and Lily could not stop saying this, but sitting in our rooms and doing podcast episodes, you don't really get the reactions firsthand. So being in a room full of some amazing gals and there was a guy. Shout out to the Hornitos rep. He was awesome. He is a smart guy. He came and he knew that it was going to be a room of 60-plus women, and they were all looking to learn more about dating. So he asked all of his burning questions, and maybe he even met a few ladies. I So guys, know that future events are not limited to just women. You can, you can come We'd love to have you, and there might be a little bit of men's slander, so <laughs> just beware. But it was so amazing getting to see you guys' real reactions in real time. So hearing the laughs and seeing the head nods and all that cool stuff was so fun and exhilarating. And I felt like a talk show host slash like pop star. It was lovely. But thank you to our sponsors again, thank you to El Rey, Boston Exchange, thank you to Furnish for supplying all of the cutie furniture and my podcast setup, and Hornitos Tequila. Thank you guys so, so, so much. So uh, today's episode, I know I just gave a slew of random updates, but I wanted to talk about like settling back into D.C. and how routine is really important to me, which reminded me that I've never really shared my like morning and night routines with you guys and all the things that I add to my life to make me a better version of myself. So I want to talk about my night routine first. And I always love listening to podcast episodes with other podcast hosts about their routines. And sometimes I'll take things that people say and incorporate into my own routine experiment and I'm gonna be honest guys obviously I don't do all of this every single day it's just not how life works but I try and stick to these things as much as I possibly can and I was able to do all of it today which makes me really excited to share and I'm gonna start with my night routine to a tea. So I'll tell you all the products I use, I'll walk you through a night with me. And I wanna start with the night because my morning routine is a little bit more intensive and I feel like you, can, you guys can wake up with me. So first thing I do is I try and wind down. So I try and limit my screen time as much as possible, which is something that I'll get into a little bit later. But I like to just set the scene. So have some ambient lighting, I'll turn off all the overhead lights and I like to cook dinner it's really therapeutic for me to make my own meals at night I used to meal prep a lot and I've realized more recently that my love of cooking is something that really fuels me and it really grounds me and protects my peace so I'm getting back into cooking dinner and usually what I'll do is I'll FaceTime a family member my mom or a friend or whatever and If I'm not doing that, I will listen to a podcast or I'll listen to some jazz music. It kind of depends on the situation and if my roommates are down there or not, maybe I'll be talking to them. Who knows? And for dinner, I lately have been experimenting with some different things. So last night I made a jovial pasta, which is a grain-free pasta with Rayo's marinara, some mushrooms, some zucchini, some onion, and some turkey. was delicious sometimes I'll do like chipotle bowls so I'll make some chicken in the air fryer I'll get some rice guacamole corn lettuce tomato and some hot sauce I love hot sauce you guys probably already know that about me I'm a hot sauce fiend but I've been practicing with just different nutritious meals that are kind of catering to every food group after I have dinner I usually go upstairs and I get ready for bed. So I've been really into dry brushing lately. This was something that I had for a long time. I've always had a dry brush, but I've never actually used it. So it's really good for inflammation. And you basically just brush on your skin with it towards your heart. So I start with my legs and my feet and I brush upwards. And then once I get to my arms, I'll... Brush those and then my neck and my chest. And I like to think of it as a gouache off for your body. (laughs) So I do that before I get in the shower. It also helps with the dead skin. I know that's like yucky to think about, but get in the shower. Right now I'm using Native shampoo and conditioner. I'm loving it, they don't use any harsh chemicals. And I need a hair mask recommendation. I used to use the Christopher Robin or Christoph Robin hair mask and I ran out. So if you guys have any recommendations, let me know. Sometimes I'll take a bath. It depends on my mood. I like to do Epsom salt baths because it actually clears out negative energy. So if you have a job where you're talking to people all day and dealing with their problems or you are just feeling stressed and really overwhelmed with work, I would definitely recommend taking an Epsom salt bath as much as possible. Whenever I was working in customer service, I Did this literally every single night because I was so... I am such an empath. So I take people's energy so quickly and it really, really resonates with me. So I had to release myself of all of that energy and the best way to do that is through Epsom salt baths. After I take my bath or my shower, that's when I do my skincare. So right now I'm using Elemis products. Then I'll go in and I'll use the holy grail of skincare products. Guys, this stuff changed my skin barrier. It is so incredible. So it's the Bioderma Micellar Water. There's so many micellar water brands out there, guys, but this is the best one, and I actually read about it in the Skin Care Bible. It's a book that I have on my nightstand. I read it all the time, and it basically is a skincare guide to uh, each type of skin. So I have combination skin, and basically this book Teaches you how to treat your skin barrier through all the different skin types. But I double cleanse because I have combination skin, and then I'll use the keffer mist from Elemis, which is the most amazing toner setting spray. It's like an all in one type thing, and then I will put on moisturizer and I'll put on oil and I'll guasha. Try and do this every night, but I'm actually practicing skin cycling so. One night I will just apply moisturizing products. The second night I will exfoliate and I use the Elemis cleansing pads. And then the third night I actually use my Tretinoin cream. I've been using this for a few years now and it really helps decrease fine lines and is great for anti-aging. I got it from my dermatologist. And then I take Spironolactone. I always say that wrong. I think I actually pronounced it right for the first time ever. So I take all my supplements and brush my teeth, whatever. I take WellBell, of course. I take my three capsules from WellBell. Then I take two capsules from My Girl Wellness. They're probiotic gut goals. It's so, so great for healing your gut. And then I'll take my spironolactone, which is great for skin and just healing your skin if you have acne. So I put my phone on my desk, which is far away from my bed, and I'll leave it on the charger. My charger broke the other night, which is so annoying. And my alarm didn't go off and I missed my Soul Cycle class. I was so annoyed. So that's like $30 down the drain, but that's fine. So that's what I get for not investing in nice phone chargers. I found this one in like a random drawer and used it. So anyway, then I will actually put a red light in my lamp. I know that sounds excessive, but red light is supposed to be really, really good for lowering your cortisol. And it really helps me have a deeper sleep right before bed so I'll read my books I actually always have a non-fiction book and a fiction book in my nightstand so based on my mood I'll read whatever I'm feeling at the moment but I love having atomic habits on my nightstand it's a great book just like pick up whenever and read a few pages of and I'm actually reading the most likely club right now I don't know how I feel about it yet but it's pretty cute so far it's like based in the 90s which is cutie and then I will snuggle up in my bamboo sheets that I just got. And those are from Bed Voyage. I love bamboo sheets. I went to a wedding last spring in Cashers, North Carolina for some friends. And I stayed at the Wells Hotel there and they had all bamboo sheets. And we could not stop talking about how soft the sheets were. So whenever Bed Voyage reached out to me, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Like, let me try them. So, absolutely loving those. And as always, I have my Coupe Home Goods pillows. Those are the best pillows on the market, guys. They're so, so soft. I've had it for like three years now. It's the comfiest pillow ever. And you can actually adjust the comfort level by putting more stuffing in it, which is so, so, so yummy and comfy and amazing. (laughs) Sometimes I put on a sound machine and an oil diffuser. It kind of just depends on how tired I am. So then I wake up. I don't wake up at the same time every single morning. I wish I was one of those people. Sometimes I'll wake up at like six in the morning. Sometimes I'll wake up at like nine, nine 30 and I'll start my day. I turn off my alarm. I always set it on the opposite side of the room. And the first thing that I'll do is I'll go to insight timer and I'll do a 10 minute meditation. I'm really enjoying breath work meditations right now and just trying new different types of breath work. I tried the G breath work today. I think that's how you say it, but it was really cool. Basically, what you do is you breathe in twice and then breathe out twice really fast. So you go like like, 15 times and then you do three rounds of it. And at the end of each round, you like blow out all of your breath and you hold it for about 15 seconds. And then you start over. So I really enjoyed that today. I usually put my phone away after that. I try not to like doom scroll and scroll on social media. It's really been affecting my mental health so I'm trying to do things that are supporting me and my goals next thing I'll do is I'll put on workout clothes and sometimes I'll go on a walk and get coffee I just ran out an espresso pod so I've been buying coffee out so much but it's meant to be a luxury but lately I've been going out to get iced coffees because it's been beautiful here in DC and if you are in DC you have to go to somewhere cafe it's in Navy Yard it is so amazing And they have a little walk-up window, which is great. They have a really good iced latte with oat milk. And it's only $4, guys. It's nuts. And then I've been going to Nothing Fancy if I want something a little bit more expensive. (laughs) But it's basically Pineapple and Pearls, which is the Michelin star restaurant here in D.C. They convert into a coffee shop during the day. And they have a really good iced latte as well. So I've been going on a walk and getting coffee, getting that vitamin D. But if the weather is bad, sometimes I will just put my palms out on my balcony and, like, let the sun charge me. (laughs) I know that sounds so woo-woo. I listened to Miranda Kerr on the Skinny Confidential, and she said that she does this. And she just, like, puts her palms out, and she lets, like, the sun hit them. She takes like three deep breaths and I don't know if it's a placebo effect thing or not or if it's just taking the three deep breaths, but it really just makes me feel more energetic and ready to take on the day. So then I will usually get my breakfast and that's typically before coffee. I kind of skipped a part, but I go downstairs. I make my lemon water, which is a non-negotiable for me guys. I always have my lemon water in the morning. So even if I'm not able to do any of this stuff, I'm always having my lemon water. And it's amazing for your digestive system. So that's the first thing I put in my body. Usually I'll have some fruit or I'll make like a veggie scramble or like a coconut yogurt bowl and then I'll go out and get my coffee. And I usually come back and I do some journaling. So what I've been doing recently and for a while now really is I take three things that I'm grateful for and I write them down and I try to keep them as less surface level as possible. And then I will do an affirmation, just one statement. I am X, Y, and Z. And then I will talk about how I'm feeling, I'll talk about how I want to feel. And then I'll promise one thing to myself for the day. So this really helps develop confidence within ourselves. And I've seen amazing results doing that. Then I will write out three people that I'm going to send love to. So that could be a family member, a friend, or somebody that's just really inspiring me lately. And then what I will do is I will create the power list, which is five tasks that I have to complete that day in order to win the day. So my friend Rachel taught me about this. I was in a group of hers. She had this accountability group called Momentum where we learned about different wellness techniques every single week. And the power list was one week where you basically create a list of five essential things that you have to do that day, and then you cross them off at the end of the day, and if you were able to commit to them all, you write a big W over it, and it really helps you feel more successful and productive. It's a really, really great productivity hack. And if you weren't able to accomplish one of those tasks, you just move it to the next day, and yeah, it just make sure that you're getting all your shit done, which is lovely. And yeah, that's pretty much like what I do I love midday workouts, so I usually will do my morning routine and then work, and then I'll take a little break and do a midday workout or a walk or whatever, just get some movement in, and yeah, that's pretty much my morning and night routine. And the last thing I want to talk about is taking time off of social media, which I've mentioned a little bit so far. I've been talking about this on my stories a lot, about how social media and doom scrolling and just overexposure has really been messing with my mental health. I don't really know when this started. I think it just, I go through phases with it. But whenever I was in LA, being alone and living alone for the first time, I found myself reaching for my phone more often. And maybe it was just because I was feeling a little lonely and all the things. But I have figured out some ways to limit your screen time. So I actually have a lockbox, which I know sounds excessive, guys. I got it on Amazon, but you basically can lock your phone in it and it will not allow you to get your phone out until the timer goes off. So you can set it for as long as you want. It could be 10 minutes, 20 minutes, two hours. You have to get some work done. And I found it to be really great in the morning. So I'll do my meditation, throw it in there and then just won't touch it. I promise nothing is that urgent. And taking time away from your screen is so important for your overall health and well-being. There's so many benefits of less screen time. So to name a few, it lowers your stress. And whenever you are on your phone all the time, it increases stress on your central nervous system and increases your stress hormone, which is cortisol. I know I've mentioned cortisol in this episode. So if you don't know what cortisol is, it's basically your stress hormone. Basically, whenever you take time away from the screen, you can balance out those chemicals in your body. So usually whenever you're taking time off of your phone, you're finding yourself being in a better, more stable mood, less anxiety, depression, and even improved empathy, which is interesting. So it definitely improves your sleep habits. I've been sleeping so soundly. So for those of you that lay in bed and scroll on your computer or your phone, I know that you probably heard this before, but blue light from your screens disrupts your circadian rhythm. So it makes it harder to sleep, which is why... For the last hour of my day and the beginning of my day, I try and not touch my phone so that I can have better sleep quality. It definitely contributes to better focus and brain function, boosts your physical activity, It can improve your posture, and it reduces eye strain. If you haven't listened to the episode with me and my friend Jen Demuchowski, go listen to that. We talk about doom scrolling and how it's important to have different perspectives for your eyes throughout the day. It's really important to have different perspectives for your eyesight throughout the day. So make sure to listen to that episode. It is full of tons of helpful information. So ways to reduce your screen time. I've talked about that a little bit, but I actually started an accountability group on Geneva, which is an incredible app for community building. I actually want to create one for my podcast listeners. So let me know, DM me if you guys want a Geneva group so we can discuss all the things that happen in this episode. I loved the live podcast event because I could chit chat with some of you. So maybe we can start something like that and just stay in touch and talk all the things. Lily told me about it. She's awesome. So in the Geneva group for the social media detox on Sundays, I've been doing 24 hour cleanses. I've been deleting my apps or I've been removing them from my home screen. If I have like some drafts in my social platforms that can't be erased and I will spend 24 hours off of the platforms. So I made a group where we discuss how we felt afterwards, what we did instead, and really motivate each other to stick to it. Just discuss our screen time, how it's affecting our mental health, and just kind of create a no-judgment space for it. And I know it sounds silly to have a group on your phone (laughs) about taking time off of your phone, but I promise it's been so helpful just realizing that there's other people that struggle with this too. Social media is meant to be addicting and spending time on your phone is meant to be addicting. So let me know if you guys want one for this podcast too. I think that would be so fun. And yeah, this has been so amazing. I love talking about all this stuff and geeking out over health and wellness and just all the things that make me feel 110% myself. So remember to like and rate and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Pod or Spotify. I really, really need your help, guys. Please, please, please rate this podcast on Spotify. That is really what helps me keep going and seeing if I'm doing everything right. And if I'm not, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I'd be happy to have a conversation with you. But Remember to like and rate this podcast. It helps more than you know, and I will love you forever. So I hope you guys have a great week, and cheers.